To uh, to continue to remember Sister, um, thank you, sir, uh, Mary Matlis also, who has been sick. She missed the weekend services, and uh, um, let's we want to continue to uh, to remember her in um, prayer. We are beginning to get in that time of the year where um, things like that will be. Affecting people and hitting people, and um, I hope and pray that what I've been hearing is wrong about the predictions for the weather uh, this winter. Uh, uh, I've seen some people on uh, Facebook uh, today say, "Let it snow." Well, my feelings in it. If you want snow, go to Alaska. <laughs> There's a plenty of it up there. Uh, just, you know, just have at it, uh, but uh, we don't need it around here, hallelujah, amen. Uh, we're going to um, uh, get into our lesson uh, tonight, and uh, I am hoping that um, we can uh, finish up this series that, that we've been on uh, for a, a while now, and um, I am trying to find my uh, control app that controls um, the scriptures that I'm looking for. Um, it's uh, eluding me here.
keep it between the lines. the last um, couple of times we've been talking about boundaries uh, that was designed by God. We talked about the boundaries uh, designed by God in the Garden of Eden uh, and uh, we've talked about uh, dispensation of uh, human uh, government and uh, how that uh, God tried to put that totally in, in, uh, in the hands of man with, with no word uh, uh, to establish on it and didn't work out. Then we had the, the Ten Commandments. We talked about that. And uh, tonight, if we're going to uh, finish up these uh, boundaries that uh, are designed by God, and um, we're going to talk about the governing Governing laws of men uh, to uh, hopefully to end up the um, uh, the series uh, tonight and um, uh, welcome those who may be watching uh, by live stream. We had some uh, uh, bad sound issues uh, last weekend uh, on the sound on that. Hopefully, we got that corrected. People on that's, that is watching and by live stream can uh, hear everything uh, cl uh, clearer. Um, this is this is a very important lesson, and uh, we're going to um, try to get uh, get through it and finish up uh, uh, wrap up what we have uh, been talking about because Jesus made the statement that his kingdom was not of this world. And the Apostle Paul said that our citizenship is in heaven. Because of those uh, two statements there, there are some who don't feel obligated to submit to man's laws, rules, and government. But the Bible teaches us that we are to submit to those who are in authority and even to pray for them. Somebody said, well, I just don't like this president or that president or this governor or that governor or senator or, or whatever. Well, you still are obliged to pray for them. The Word of God teaches that and uh to be a Christian, a major thing about following Christ is having uh, a submissive attitude. And a lot of people have problems with that. And we're going to be talking in some of those areas tonight. But uh, I want to show you, first of all, in... Uh, Paul's uh, letter to Timothy, and we will try to put the yes. Uh, I want I want you to notice what Paul told Timothy when he wrote this Second uh, Timothy, First uh, Timothy chapter two verses one and two. He said, "Therefore, 
I exult first of all. Notice that. He said first of all. That means above any other thing. First of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Now, I realize that might be hard because sometimes there might be some men that we don't feel like giving thanks. <laughs> Amen. But uh, we have to get back to what the Word says. Amen. And that we're supposed to uh, uh, pray for them, intercede for them, uh, and uh, uh, be thankful. And I, I feel like I feel like more so that it's it's the office that we should respect more than the man. Uh, sometimes people go overboard. Uh, let, let's talk about the spiritual leaders first. Sometimes people go overboard uh, and they, they, they put their pastor on a high pedestal and uh, they uh, almost worship him, you know, and, and this sets him up and he becomes a dictator more than anything else, which is, is not biblical, hallelujah. Uh, you know, God never did in his rule set up Brother Kyle, a one-man show. And uh, you get into problems uh, when, uh, when you have a situation like that. Uh, so it's when, when, you, like when you're talking about uh, honoring a pastor, you, you, are, you, you are respecting and honoring that office more so than, than the man because far as the man goes, this man right here is no more important than any other man in the building. Hallelujah! Any other? Let me let me make that let me make that generic. Any other person in the building? Under the new covenant, the Bible teaches us that there's neither male nor female, bond or free, Jew or Greek. Amen. So. Um, uh, this is what he says, that we're supposed to pray and uh, have prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all, for kings. Now, uh, unless you go to Great Britain or, or some of the countries that still uh, uh, have that, that form of, of government, uh, when we are here in the United States, you can replace that king with the word president. Because for us, that's what it means. Uh, for kings and for all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and reverence. I mean, let, let's get down to plain facts. If we don't pray for the people that have authority over us, they can make our life miserable. And one reason why we are to pray for them in an intercession, that we can have a quiet and peaceable life. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is uh, uh, the purpose in that. So uh, we need 
to to understand the uh, the scripture and how it teaches us in this area and the boundaries that are set by God and how that we should submit uh, and respect the uh, the governing authorities. Now we're gonna we're gonna go now to Romans the thirteenth chapter. And we're going to begin in reading in verse 1. And this is what it says. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. Now, I'm going to stop right there. The, uh, the older King James Version, the 1611 Virgin Version, uh, this is how it's worded, and if you've got a 1611, uh, it, it says, Let every soul be subject to the higher powers. Now, years ago, years ago, people misinterpreted this verse of Scripture because of the way it was worded. Let every soul be subject to the higher powers. Powers, and uh, and I and I will say this: when I first started out as a young minister, very young, uh, I, I had a lot of growing to do and a lot of understanding the game, and I was one too. And I have used this text, and I have uh, uh, preached from this text when I was very young, just starting out. Say, well, you know, it's talking about God there. Well. Maybe indirectly, we're going, to, we're going to see indirectly he's talking about God, but di- directly he's it's not talking about God here. Uh, and I, I have said this before and, uh, and, and have had some people uh, question me about, about this, but, uh, you know, if, if I had any regrets... If God allows me to still be here next year uh, in 2018, uh, I'll be celebrating 50 years in the ministry preaching the gospel. And uh, uh, somewhere around the end of May of, of 2018, I was 14 years old uh, when uh, I felt the call of God to preach. At the time, I didn't. I didn't have any anyone to give me uh, uh, a lot of spiritual guidance, and I didn't have a lot of wisdom. And if I ever, if I had any regrets, and I've said this before, and I still say it today, if I could go back and, and when I felt that call of God on my life, I would not have just jumped out and started doing it at the time. I thought that's what God was directing me to do. I would have spent more time in preparation uh, and uh, and study, and one reason is like for this right here. Uh, let every be let every soul be subject to the higher powers. This higher power here is not talking about God sitting on the throne. And I like the wording of the King James, uh, the New King James Version. When it says, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. That is what Apostle Paul was talking about. For there is no authority except from God. 
Now, we're getting into why that we're supposed to follow the laws of man, the boundaries that we should follow by man's law. He said, because there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Hallelujah. If you recall, another scripture says, it is God who raises up kings and sets them down. And whether you like the particular people in an office right now, God is still in authority and control. He's still in authority and control. So uh, let, let's just take our time and, and let's go on through this. Therefore, look at this. Whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. How much plainer can you get? And those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. Don't be mistaken. God has set some boundaries for us that we're supposed to follow the governing authorities of the land that which we live in. Amen. We'll continue. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. And we're going to we'll break this down in, in just a few minutes. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise of the same. Some, have you ever noticed how some people get all nervous and been out of shape and looking at their, their crews and right along, and they look in the rear view mirror and they, they see a police car behind them? Uh-oh, there's a popo. Well, I'm not going to call no names because a particular person will make sure to tell Brother Paul that I, 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 I was getting on to her and he will get me. But if you're driving right along and you're driving the speed limit, it ain't going to bother you. You, ain't, you don't need to start sweating when you look in your mirror and see the popo. <laughs> Hello? That's what this verse is actually saying. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Then do what the authority says. Don't be doing 65 in a 30 miles zone. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. We got to have a little, we got to have a little fun and lightheartedness. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Let's continue to read on. All right, now, now, now notice. Now, we're talking about the authorities and the people that are governing. And it says, for he, that's, that's the governor, the leaders, presidents, whoever is in, uh, in office, for he is God's minister to you for good. If we didn't have government, if you think we got crisis and chaos now, Amen. I mean, it is, it's necessary to have government and have laws because mankind has, and we said this last time, has well proved 
that mankind cannot govern themselves. Hallelujah. But if you do evil, be afraid. For he does not bear the sword in vain. I I know I know that there we've got some problems and issues that needs to be addressed uh, within some of these areas. But if I get if I get pulled over by a police officer and they tell me to stop and put my hands up, I'm not going to wrestle with him. Amen. I'm going to do what they say. Uh, and this is exactly what this scripture is talking about right here. Uh, he is God's minister to you for good, but if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. Amen. I ain't never been tased, and I don't want to be. The man tells me to halt, I'm going to halt. Amen. Uh, an avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore, you must be subject not only because of wrath. Not you. In other words, you, you need to keep the law not because that you're going to be locked up in a pokey if you don't, but also for conscience sake. We as children of God, when the Bible talks about letting our light shine, that uh, it goes in these areas also. Amen. It goes along in these areas also. Uh, not only, uh, but, but you, we do this for our conscience sake, to help maintain the right conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes. Oh, Lord. Now, 1611 says, now here again, uh, it's, it uses the word give tribute. But that tribute means taxes. Uh, so, yes, even though when I sit down at my, to my computer and I start filling out those income taxes every year, oh, man, I get to gritting my teeth, <laughs> rubbing my forehead, <laughs> talking at that computer, saying, you've got to be kidding me. But even the book says, if if the government and the and the government authorities they levy, levy taxes, I'm not supposed to be cheating them. Take all take all the legal cuts you can take. Amen. Everything legal that the law allows, I mean, you know, you go for it. But the same commandment that says thou shalt not steal, it, that, also, that also means your tax form. Don't, 
don't you sign don't you sign your name on that tax form uh, saying you know this is everything that I have drawn I mean because you're not telling the truth if you know something amen uh, that's uh, you know so for because of this you also pay taxes for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues. Regular King James says tribute to whom tribute, but right here, which it means taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. Owe no one anything. Now, I have I have met some people because of this verse of scripture right here, they would they wouldn't they wouldn't buy nothing on time. Not even a house. Because the Bible says, oh nobody anything. They pull this verse out of context. This verse right here don't tell you that you can't go out and buy a car and start paying for it on time, or you can't go buy a home and uh, and start paying for a mortgage. They'll come back and say, "Oh, but what if you die? What if you die before you get that mortgage paid off or get that car paid off?" I say, "Well, if I have if I have made all my payments on time when breath leaves my body and I leave here, I'm going to be standing good in the sight of God." way I feel about that, let Sister Darlene's next husband fin finish paying off that house. There you, there you go, brother. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I don't know one anything except but to love one another, for he who loves one another has fulfilled the law. Now, I've got I've got to I've got to hurry along here, uh, but I want to um, I want to go back, and I'm going to uh, let you look at this. I don't have if Sister Darlene was here, she would have her phone, and she always pulls up the amplified version, and she got to doing that ever since. Uh, uh, Brother Flannery come uh, and preach because he he uses the amplified version and it really makes things down home and uh, just kind of looking at that I don't want to confuse you but I'm going to go back and read this again some of this in the amplified version let every person be loyally subject to the governing civil authorities. For there is no authority except from God. Then it's got parentheses. It says, by his permission and his sanction. God has sanctioned the governments of men. You know what's made our Constitution so great? It's because our forefathers who drew up our Constitution it was drawn up on the Word of God. It was drawn up on the Word of God. 
Amen. That's what's made it so great. And those that exist do so by God's appointment. Amen. By God's appointment. Now, now this now it talks about resisting here. Therefore, he who resists and sets himself up against the authorities resists what God has appointed and arranged in his divine order. Wow. My. And those who resist will bring down judgment upon themselves, receiving the penalty due them. Amen. Uh, I want to I want to read the third verse in this. For civil authorities are not a terror to people of good conduct, but to those of bad behavior. See, that's what I said a while ago. If you're not breaking the law, you don't have no reason to run from the law. You would have no dread of him who is in authority. Do what's right, and you receive his approval and con uh, commendation, for he is God's servant for good. Because of time, I'm not going to uh, go through all, all of that, but I have told you what that is. I want to finish up by, by, by talking a little about this. Some people who have a problem with any authority usually have a problem being submissive. Now, what I'm saying, fixing to say, is not politically correct in the day we're living in. But I got to say it because it's still the truth. And God's word don't change. Even though man changes, time changes, God's word stays the same. It's forever settled where? In heaven. Now the reason why some people have a problem with authority, it's usually because they got a problem being submissive. They... They want to run the show. All right? They have problem being submissive, and they try to justify themselves. Now, listen to what, what Pastor's saying here. Some people refuse to submit to any authority, and they try to justify themselves by saying, Well, I don't follow any man. I've heard that said many times. I, I don't follow any man. I only follow God. But if you don't, listen to me, if you don't follow the man that God has placed in authority, come on now, if you don't follow the man or old, old woman, whoever's in a, in, in a particular authority, if you don't follow the man that God has placed in authority, whether he is the, it is the head of a household, whether it's elders in the church, or civil heads of government, you are not following God. Hallelujah. We all 
all of us has followed man from day one when we come in this world. And as long as you live in this life, you're going, you're going to be following man to some degree. Hallelujah. And this thing is a cop-out who, who don't want to submit to authority. Say, well, I, you know, I only follow God. If you don't follow the people God has placed in authority, you're not following God. We read that in Romans. If you reject the authority that God has said, you're rejecting God. Amen. Hallelujah. The only time, the only time that we should not, su to, uh, not submit and follow the laws of men is when they come in direct conflict with the moral laws of God. Amen. Just because somebody makes a law and, uh, and puts it on paper does not mean that it's right. And we as children of God, we need to do our best to submit to authority and the laws of, of the land unless they start passing laws that come in direct conflict with God's moral laws. Now, Ronnie preached a good message Sunday about Daniel. And I thought about the examples he gave out of the book of Daniel. Uh, and they're good to, to interject right here. And those of you who are here Sunday... Recall, when Daniel was living in Babylon, there was a law that was passed. And that law said that for 30 days, nobody is to pray to any other God except for the king. That was, that was a law. It was signed in decree. Of course, as Ronnie preached Sunday, I mean, people had watched Daniel, and they was, they was trying to get him caught up in something. They knew that Daniel prayed. He opened his windows and that faced towards Jerusalem, and he prayed three times a day. What, what happened? Well, Daniel... He was highly regarded in Babylon. They couldn't find no fault with him, the Bible says. He didn't, he didn't try to do anything wicked or, or wrong, even though that he was there by force. He was a captive. He was a slave. Yet he did his best to follow the laws of Babylon as best as he could. But when they pass the law that says you don't pray to no other God, Daniel says, no, this goes against the moral law of God. He continued to pray. That's how he wound up in the lion's den. Again, Ronnie brought this up Sunday. A law was passed in Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar built a great big tall image made made of gold. And the law stated 
no matter where you're at during the day, when you start hearing the music playing, you're to stop whatever you're doing and to bow down and worship that image. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they're the only three that didn't bow down. Everybody else stopped everything, but they just, you know, they just stood there. They wound up being cast into the furnace. They kept the law until it came against God's law. And then more prevalent, and he brought this up too, Kim Davis, who was involved in the uh, county clerk's office there in Kentucky, part of her job is, was, is to sign marriage certificates and license. And then when they passed the laws permitting same-sex marriages, she refused to sign. And she wound up in jail for a while. Kim did everything 100% right. She followed the law of the land as much as she could until it, there was a law passed that conflicted with God's law. And from that day to this, she still never never signed, uh, uh, signed none of those marriage certificates. They come up with some other way to do it, but she don't do it. God blessed her. As Ronnie preached on, his title of his message was, If You'll Stand for God, God will Stand for You. Hallelujah. So in closing the, the night's lesson in this series, the boundaries made by our civil authorities, such as paying taxes, legal state-sanctioned marriage, traffic laws, all should be obeyed and followed. That's one. And and, and by the way, that's uh, you know somebody asked me one time says, well, you know if God puts two people together, why why does it uh, why do you have to have a piece of paper signed? Because that's part of the law. And we're to follow that process. We're to follow that uh, that's set by the uh, uh, the legal authorities now. Many years ago, back, back in the Old Testament, uh, the uh, the priest and the high priest and everything, you know, declared uh, the marriages and all and, and, and all those things. But under the laws, we have to follow those laws. What what man is set up? That's part of it. I remember when I when uh, when we first moved to Kentucky, uh, and I uh, started pastoring. Uh, for the first time, I hadn't been pastor too long, and uh, I uh, I married a couple, and uh, I uh, signed the paper, but I hadn't mailed it in yet uh, to the uh, to the state. And here, this couple was married, and they was off on the, on their honeymoon. And I found out it wasn't illegal by the law because the state of Kentucky says all ministers that perform marriage ceremonies 
had to uh, be bondage. It's not that way in Tennessee. So I had to run, <laughs> get myself bonded real quick before I turned in their, their marriage license because those marriage licenses wouldn't not have been no good. You know, we have to follow uh, the laws of the land. Uh, they should be obeyed and followed. Not only will it keep you out of the jailhouse, but it will keep you from God's judgment. Amen. It will keep you from the judgment of God. So that kind of concludes what we've been talking about.